Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, everybody, let's go. Special two-hour edition of the Eagle Hour. It's on the air. We're at one of our very favorite places in Hattiesburg. We're at Fuzzy's Tacos in Midtown, along with our good buddy Justin Harris, Bob Kelly, Luke. Whole gang is here. What a show we've got. Andrew Abadie's here with us. He's going to be sitting in the first hour with us. He, of course, is the sports writer for Pine Belt Sports. Frank Gore Sr. scheduled to join us this hour. Will East from Super Talk, Marshant Kenny, Lee Roberts, Daniel Stewart. Lots of reasons to tune in for the next two hours. But let's kick it off with our buddy Justin. Justin, first of all, thanks uh, as always for having us here. The good food and uh, the friendship. We appreciate it, man. Appreciate y'all coming, Bob. Always a pleasure to have y'all here. All right. You told me business had been good, but, boy, opening day has got to be good for all you guys here in Midtown. Absolutely. We've been waiting for this uh, for quite a few months now. You know, um, it's it's what we look forward to around here is uh, Saturdays in the fall. So hopefully we'll get some fall weather soon, but obviously we know it's football season and uh, it's our favorite time of year around here. How does that? How does having a game here at the Rock, <clears throat> having a lot of people in town, to what degree does it help all of you folks here at Midtown? Oh, it, it – I. I, I can't speak for everyone, but I'm sure they feel the same uh, increase in the traffic that we do. But, I mean, you're looking to anywhere from 30 to 50% increase just on a Saturday. That's pretty significant. Very significant. And it continues, I guess, before and after the game, in a sense. It does. Uh, you know, there's a, uh, a 6 o'clock game really works well in our favor because we'll get uh, the pregame all day, and then we'll have time after, uh, after the game. People can come by after the game. So when there is a game in your – traffic is up 50 percent i would assume you bar kelly Santer from the facility that day that day only that day but yeah we keep him away that day well when i'm here i have to tell them that i'm coming ahead of time so they can order <laughs> extra food on hand no but if it, but if today's any indication just a friday you're already you're full here today already. we're full you gotta yeah. bring a crowd and uh you know it's uh go go friday so uh we're happy to have all the southern miss guys here in town you guys have actually specials every single day every single day friday happens to be all day happy hour so it's one of our best and you got taco yeah, Wednesdays. You'll, Wednesday. You'll, you'll never. When is that? When is taco? Taco Tuesday. Taco We're Tuesday. not supposed to say that. So on Tuesday we oh. taco. But oh, okay. uh, yeah, that's our taco plate. There's there's a different special every day. <laughs> this will blow your mind. Well, it really won't. <laughs> all the years that I've been coming to Fuzzies, all the remotes we've had at Fuzzies. Today's the first day I got tacos. I always really? get. I'd already told you earlier in the week, Sander. I was getting brisket nachos. Right. Or Sander convinced me that the salads are pretty good. They are. Um, I've got burritos before. 
But I was like, I'll do tacos today. I did shredded brisket, and I got one one fajita beef, and it was fine. You need to try the Cali Heat next time as well. Those are two of my favorite, but the Cali Heat's my going to be my uh, the, is the top selling taco. Grilled shrimp here. here is really good too. Grilled and shrimp tacos, shrimp tacos, get shrimp taco. And the guacamole, man, it was cold and fresh. fresh. Yeah, uh, that was good. We got a fine fella in the kitchen back there, Jose. I got to give him a shout out. He does our prep uh, every day, every day made fresh in house. So really good. But you can tell when food's fresh too. But that's just what I appreciate because. Not many places you can get brisket mixed into all of your favorite <coughs> Tex-Mex dishes, and that I almost did my heat because y'all have the big star beside it too. So it's 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 popular. It really is. Just you know, with our location and where we are, but actually, you know, the Baja style Mexican food, uh, Baja speaks to fish and shrimp a lot. So those are two of our most popular ones. So all right, Justin, tell us what what are you looking for out of this Southern Miss football team? Uh, I'm optimistic about it. I really feel good about it. Last time you were here, Coach Hall was here. Um, you know, just what we're seeing in the uh, in the press. I know it's talking season, and tomorrow starts you know football season for us. But I really feel like uh, the step, next step that we've been talking about for a year is. is I think we're going to take that step here. It'll be a bit. Well, you think this is the year things really jump, Luke? Yeah, year three is always where you you make your biggest where, where the program should be where you envisioned it. And we should mention last time Will Hall was here, he wasn't just a guest; he like co-hosted the show. And we weren't expecting him. No, he just, he just showed, showed up. up. Wait, wait. But yeah, I mean, this is where he's got. He's been telling us about the depth. Uh, it feels good at the quarterback position. You've got more than Frank Gore Jr. in the backfield. You've got some, what you feel like could be a three-headed monster, skill guys at every level. And then what's he been telling us? The depth at the offensive and the defensive lines and center. That's where really the game is always won. Yeah, I, I've been a little bit surprised at the way that he, and he has always said, I'm going to be open with you. I'm going to tell you what I really feel, which is a, it is a breath of fresh air, but it's dangerous in the sense that if, if, the expectations are built up, and then it doesn't happen. You know, the negative Nellies jump out really quickly. Uh, so, you know, I got criti- I've, I'm always the one that gets criticized. Now why do you want to bring that up? Why do you want to get that? <laughs> but what have what have we said this year, though? We have repeatedly said this is the hardest schedule in the group of five. It and, is, and that's that's the check that you and have to. That's what I'm saying. So let's manage expectations. And look, if if they don't beat Alcorn by 52 points, like some people are saying, it ought, it ought to be a blowout. Look, a win is a win. This let's is keep everybody healthy. Justin, this right. is how he managed expectations yesterday. Absolutely. He said he, no, he said 21-3 at the half tomorrow, and I was like, oh, you can't do that. What, what what's wrong with 21 to three? If you double that, it's 42 to six. I like it. That's okay. I mean. <laughs> Better than twenty. You got to give us twenty eight by yeah. half time. Yeah. Huh? Twenty eight by half time. That's right. But I'm just saying, keep everybody half-time. safe. That's right. From injury, <clears throat> you know, a win is a win, whether you know whether it's by ten or whether it's by forty. Uh, now, Justin, I got to tell you, Kelly and I have not agreed on this, but when I look at the schedule, and Luke, you you chime in here, I see no way they lose, they win less than seven games. I mean, I just don't see any way. Well, that means that you're expecting them to either beat Tulane or you're expecting them to beat either Troy or Louisiana. Correct. Okay. One, one of those games, Justin. Eight games. Eight. There we go. Oh, so you're expecting them to win two of those three. He's, he's, got, he's got App State in, in there as well. No, that, but that's you, how you get to eight. So you What's think your, they're going to beat App State on the road? Okay. I'm, a, I'm a seven prediction? and five guy. Seven and five. Seven and five. Okay. I'm seven but but my seven wins. and five is different. I think we're going to either going to beat Troy or South Al, and then we're just going to blow it one week. But have you noticed that happens? That will. That but happens. have you noticed Georgia State week? 
No. Thankfully, we don't play them. Thankfully, we don't. We Have don't you noticed them. how every source outside of everybody that bleeds black and gold has the Eagles at six? What do you have them at? Wins. I have them at six. I'm trying to be realistic here. I think seven and five, realistic. But you, you got to win. Let's take the next step this year. Let's win one we're not supposed to or they don't expect us yeah. to. And look, I hope I'm wrong. And God knows every woman in Hattiesburg has told me that. <laughs> All right. Yes, you are wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> A lot. Yeah. So. So I, I hope that I am, but I mean I, you know, I, I want to be wrong, but yeah. let's let's. All right, so Justin's at eight, you and I are at seven. Seven. I'm at eight with Ke- the bowl game, but Kelly's yeah, at well, that's, six. Yeah, yeah, eight. With What's the bowl Andrew Abbott at? How many wins, Andrew? Wow, he's going nine to the, the complete three. spectrum. Worst nine case, and five and seven. Best case, nine, nine and, and three. Nine and three. This is yeah. a man that covers it for a living too. Nine to stretch. Yeah. Bowl win, go eight and four, and then get nine, nah. nine and four. Yeah. Does, I was thinking eight with a bowl win. Does winning help business? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's not everything. Like It's the only thing, you know. Right. I mean, but it's, it, it matters. It, it makes a big difference. I'm interested, Justin, in because of where you're located, is the composition of your business. What percentage would you say is student business, and what percent is just lay business? In all honesty, we get a, we have a pretty good following from the community, you know, yeah. that else than the. Uh, but I, twenty five percent is probably if I said students or whatever, twenty to twenty five percent. Now, when we add in like the sports and like baseball, football, basketball, what that draws, I mean, I'd say fifty percent of our business can be attributed directly to the university. I know the Northwestern State soccer team, women's soccer team, the whole team was in here. We fed night. them Wednesday. We did. Yeah, we sure did. And we we, we do a lot, well, quite a bit of meals for softball, soccer, even baseball teams. I mean, and that brings up the catering business. You guys absolutely keeps you busy there. You got a got a big event tomorrow. We do. One of your biggest that you've ever catered. Correct. How many people tomorrow? You're 150 gonna... people. Wow. Fuzzies? Dick, that, one's a, that one's actually for Dickie's Barbecue. Okay. That's okay. Dickie's but Dickie's Barbecue yeah. brings us the first segment of the Eagle Hour they every certainly single day. Do. They've so. been, they, Dickie's Barbecue is one of the original sponsors. One of, of the Exactly. From the beginning. I think maybe like the second person. Number two. There. That's right. I think that's exactly right. We appreciate that. Hey, Dickie's has catered to many a baseball weekend for us. You've been I there. Eat it, I eat it all the good, time. Huh? Thank you, Mr. Larry Warren. Thank you <laughs> very much. Whenever you cater our baseball, it is amazing. It's I like appreciate a, it's it. It's like a radar. Luke shows up. Well, whatever <laughs> it takes, I'll buy. He's always, always welcome. Though. We always That's like exactly having right. a meet with Justin. We appreciate you, man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for coming out again. Fuzzy's Tacos here in Midtown. It's a place to come over the weekend if you're in town for the ball game. And apparently, the party has started early, man. We got a scrap yeah, it's here. Always, it's always busy here. But what a great place to spend the afternoon. Get ready for the uh, game at six o'clock, right? Agreed. Absolutely. All right, we appreciate you very much, Justin. All right, still to come, we got Frank Gore, Senior. Uh, Andrew Abadie is about to join us uh, for the rest of the hour. Uh, high school checkup a little later in the hour with Will East, and uh, we'll be right back from Fuzzies.
Southern Miss to the top. All right, everybody, welcome back. I want to thank Justin for joining us uh, early in the program. Two-hour edition of the show from Fuzzy's Tacos in uh, Midtown, and uh, we're glad you're with us. Andrew Abadie's with us now, a uh, sports writer for Pine Belt Sports and a guy that does a great job covering Southern Miss football. First of all, thanks for all the good work you do and giving the uh, publicity to uh, Southern Miss Athletics. Well, that's what they pay me for, but thank you again for having me on. Oh, you're always welcome on the show. Uh, before we go to Frank Gore Sr. is about to join us. Before we go to Frank Gore, just really your quick impressions of what you saw in fall camp and your expectations. Um, I think Frank Gore is going to have a pretty good season this year. I think he'll build on that last season, and I mean, it just feels like that offense all the way around looks has looked really good this this fall um and you have to think frank gore is going to you know kind of reap the benefit of that and especially since he's got some help in the backfield this year with drake clark kind of backing him up and keeping the pressure on defenses with that run game frank gore senior is with us on the super talk eagle hour uh first of all thanks for coming on frank and you heard what Andrew just said about your son, who's a rock star, as you know, here in Hattiesburg. Uh, your thoughts about uh, what type of improvement you think we'll see on this Southern Miss football team this fall, Frank? Um, I think I think they'll be, you know, better about, you know, I think they'll be better this year, learning how to finish, you know, all four quarters. Um, you know, last year, if you watched last year, um, they'll play, you know, First half good, probably come back and play second half. Not as good, but I think that they had a little success, and the guys um, got the feel of you know even making a bowl game and you know getting getting like national um, people watching them. And I think you know um, a bunch of guys who came back who were in my son's class. I think you know them guys it's top of them to take that next step to you know, um, be able to finish all four quarters. Frank Luke Johnson here. Thanks so much for coming on today. One of the reasons that your your son has been so endeared to the Southern Miss fan base is his freshman year was just a disaster from just every angle um, with the coaching changes. And very early in that season, he just kind of stood up, you know, we were told, and just told everybody he was here to stay. And, you know, he's proved that in the day of the transfer portal. And, and I know that makes you proud as a father to see your son, you know, and uh, you know, honor his commitment to to a school. And at the same time, he's going to get a degree. But how has it been for you watching him now? He's a top ten running back in all of college football. Mm, I've been a proud dad. You know, just seeing him grow each year. He got better and better each year. And you know, like I told him, man, I just want him to be happy and you know enjoy what he got. Um, I thought this situation and um, you know, at Southern Miss. You know that he had, it was a great situation. Um, you know he loved you know playing with the guys who he came in with, and you know and last year um, you know they got a chance to you know um, let people see see him see him and also see his team. And um, you know when they you know won the bowl game, man, I was just proud of all the boys. So, you know I just I don't talk to just him. I talk to you know when I come there, I talk to all all the friends that I'm around, man. I'm just excited for um, Southern Miss team, Coach Hall. I um, think they're doing a great job. You know, you can see each year they got better and better. And you know, I just think tomorrow they got to just start fast and have fun and you know, trying to finish the boys tomorrow. Uh, Frank, Andrew Abadie here. Uh, my question for you is, you know, 
Frank Frank has talked about the the training he does in the off season and you know how he kind of is always sticking with it and I'm curious to know wh- where do you think his game has grown the most this past year what are you most looking forward of seeing him do on the field that maybe he hasn't done in the past um, I think you know what I want him to do I, I think I just want him to finish um, finish more long runs um, and you know just I just want him to just be him don't don't think about Nothing going how far, man. You know, I, I tell them every day, you know, um, so the way you practice, the way you're going to play. So I, I try, I call them up every day to see how, how you're doing in school, how, you know, how, you, how you're practicing. And I just count, I'm just going to challenge them to, you know, block better. And also, you know, when, when he, you know, get a chance to go for a long, long run, go finish him. And, you know, and just enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy, enjoy the moment now, man. Don't think about, you know what? Going, what's happening next year? Is you gonna, you know, come back or just enjoy the day and you know, be you, man. Be you. Have fun and keep lifting your guys up. Try to win games at um, Southern Miss. Frank, this is uh, Kelly Sander. I've got two fantasy drafts this weekend. Is there any chance, man, you're coming out of retirement? And what round should I draft you in, man? If I'm taking running back? Oh man, no, I'm done. You know. Uh, <laughs> No, but you know, <laughs> sure. I can help you with some guys. I, I can help you with some guys who, who the um who I think you should. Okay, uh-huh. give me, all right. Give me a sleeper. Give me a sleeper for the fantasy draft this weekend. Sleeper. Let me see. Sleeper. Sleeper. Um, let me go back. Um, I'm gonna give you Dalvin Cook. You can ponder that. I'm gonna give you Dalvin Cook. I'm gonna give you Dalvin Cook. There you go. All right. All right, what about, now, a lot of now, people might keep the, the guy. I would say Diamond Cook because you know they they even play they play in two back series and you know they they know he haven't been in camp. But me, I've been on Diamond for a long time. I see how he trains and he liable to be you know so he you know the first game to go crazy. So um, I think right, Diamond Cook. So all right, now my guys in Vegas are saying that Jimmy G's only going to play about two or three games with the Raiders. Then he's done, and the rookie from Purdue is going to come in and light it up. What's oh say yeah, you? that that kid, that kid really good, man. The kid like he been, you know, in the NFL. He don't the, the, the stage, you know, the big stage don't bother him. I saw him in the preseason, and I saw him when he played against us in preseason at Forty Nineers. Um, um, but I, you know, I don't want to, you know, down Jimmy. I don't want, you know, um, no, I, hear, I know how yeah. it is. You know, I know how it is when you playing, you know, uh, sports period. You know, and you see another guy who, you know, got talent. Um, but, you know, he there for a reason. You know, that's, you know, he's supposed to have talent when you go to the, the best, playing the best of the best. So, you know, I, I wish both of them, I, I wish both of them guys, you know, uh, a, a successful year this year. Well, my wife clearly says that Jimmy G is the best-looking quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, well, well, he's the, he's the favorite hey. of the ladies. Well, that's, that's you know, I, I, that's, I'm not, I'm not questioning on that. I don't know about that. <laughs> Frank, last question for you, man. Really appreciate your time. Your, your son has so much confidence, and he, he appears that although his father is, you know, top three all-time in rushing yards, he, he. There's, there's no shadow in there um, in that sense. He carries your name, and uh, but but he's his own man. And uh, I, I know yep. that makes you proud. And what's kind of the secret behind that? But I always told him. I always told him, man. It, even when 
when he was um, leaving, when he was leaving private school, um, and he went to my school, and at first he didn't want to do it because he didn't want people to compare us. But I told him, listen, man, if, you, if they're comparing you to me, uh, that's a great thing, man. But you know, I just want you to go be you. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? You, you are, you know, you know the game. You play the game the right way. Um, you know, I don't. I, I did what I did. Now it's your turn. So just go have fun and be you, man. And you'll be alright. And he he approached the game the right way. He trained it behind off. He loved football, and like I tell everybody, I saw him a pro football player, and he was raised the right way. So just just be you. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy what you're doing, and enjoy your teammates, enjoy your coaches, man, and go have fun. And you know, when whenever your number get called, go show him. And that's what he's been doing. I'm, I'm super proud because each year I saw I saw him get better and better, and I also saw him become a man. You know, when I first dropped him off. I'm, I'm a proud dad right now. Well, I wish more people would compare me to Frank Gore Sr., <clears throat> but but nobody's doing that. I, I don't understand. Hey, Frank, thanks a lot, man. We really appreciate greatly you being on the radio show. All right, no problem. All right, the great Frank Gore Sr. Andrew, we just talked to, what, the third leading rusher all time in the NFL? Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, I would, I would think so. It's safe to assume. First ballot. How did the, you can you maybe you can educate us? How exactly did Frank Gore Jr. end up here? Honestly, I you know I really don't know that story. To he, be honest, he flipped. He was committed yeah. to FAU. I, I knew that. And then and then he he came up here, and I mean, we were in like the last two or three. Um, but but yeah. Well, you know that was when they were. I, gosh, I can't remember his name. Uh, they were handing out like 500 scholarship offers. At a time, oh, he who shall re- not be named. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Polly, right? I can't remember his name, but uh, I, I, I don't know. That one will always. We, we were, me. we we watched it. I remember on the show we watched it as it came down, and he was committed to FAU. And then it, we got this like smoke that Frank Gore Jr. might be coming to Southern Miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were like, let's go. And then I remember the day we we announced oh. it. Andrew, uh, <clears throat> you cover sports for a living. Will Hall is a he's he's unusual. He's really, he's really unusually open and accessible for a college football coach, isn't he? Honestly, all the Southern Miss coaches are unusually like. I'm spoiled. I tell people that all the time, from baseball, basketball, all of them. But yes, Will Hall is is not unlike any other. I would think most football coaches. Um, you know, there's not many FBS coaches that'll go and just shoot the breeze with you if he sees you out in public. I think. Jim Harbaugh would probably run the other way, you know? Um, that, but that's just who Will is. Right. Absolutely. All right, hang on, Andrew. Can you stick around with us? Yeah, absolutely. All right, more Eagle Hour from Fuzzy's Tacos right after this. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Eagle Hour on the road today. Special two-hour show. Our thanks to Frank Gore Sr. for joining us. Great interview with uh, the father of the starting running back for the Southern Miss Golden Eagles as we count down to kickoff tomorrow against Alcorn State. Fuzzy's Tacos. Good lunch today. Sander, did you eat? I haven't eaten yet. 
Is there is, that, is there a reason or a purpose or? Well, if I I think if I just take a break from meals, I probably by the year twenty thirty seven I might I, got run, you. I might run. <laughs> hey, good stuff from Frank Gorsini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, you used him by the way to get hey, advice, why, but but he gave it to everybody listening, our yeah, vast listening sure. audience. Dalvin Cook's going to be a hot commodity this weekend. Good yeah. good interview, Andrew. Right? I would say so. Yes, yeah, good stuff. Very good stuff. So before we get to tomorrow night, we got some high school games we got to get to. We bring in our buddy Will East. He's up at the mothership at Super Talk Mississippi and Jackson. Will, it's Friday. That's right. And once again, I am, you know, um, following Frank Gore Sr., you know, just like I did in college, you know, as his backup. You know, so <laughs> here I am. Anyway, yeah, big night of high school football rivalry games, as you guys know probably better than anybody. You got the 102nd edition of the Battle for the Little Brown Jug. And I would say that's the oldest one. But just by a smidge, because we also have the Simpson County Super Bowl, which is 102 yep. as well, I believe. Uh, we have some other rivalry games tonight. We got in North Mississippi, we have the Joe Bowl between Walnut and Faulkner. And then we have my favorite rivalry game in the entire state. No offense to Laurel and Hattiesburg, but my favorite rivalry game, of course, is named after a smelly varmint. And that would be the Skunk Bowl between Baldwin and and Boonville, and to, this afternoon on the, the scoreboard preview show, I'm going to have my annual, it's kind of like the the grandpa reading the night before Christmas to the grandkids. It's my annual yeah. telling of the Skunk Bowl story and how it came to be. What what do they play? That one and the, the one with Walnut, the little Joe Bowl? or the Joe Bowl. The, yeah, what do they play for in both of those? So in the Joe Bowl, it's for a trophy, and it was named after a player who actually died on the field uh, who had, was a coach of... Uh, uh, of one team, but it played for the other, so they call it the Joe Bowl. In the Skunk Bowl, I don't think they have a skunk yet that they've mounted uh, that can be, because, you know, I mean, where do you get a skunk these days? I mean, it's not like you can go down to Best Buy right. or Walmart and get one. you got to, you know, who's catching Washington, D.C. <laughs> yeah, Washington, D.C., probably get one there. So, um, I don't know if they have a trophy yet for the Skunk Bowl. It's a long, long, I mean, they've been playing it for 70-something years, but uh, of course, it's only been the Skunk Bowl since like 2007 or 2008 or something, but um, I imagine at some point somebody's going to come up with Skunk. Now, you know, Bogachita and is it Wesson or Bogachita? And there's Bogachita and Lloyd Starr. They play for the Possum Bowl, and I think they do have a stuffed possum. Wow. Wow. Andrew, you ever been to any of those? No, I, I don't venture out of Lamar and Forrest unless I have to. What, what are the ones you're watching tonight? We'll, we'll come back to Little Brown Jug in a minute. What are some of the ones you're watching for tonight? Yeah, I think um, probably one of the more intriguing local games is, uh, I was telling you off air, uh, North Forest opened their season with a 36 nothing win over Pisco. Why is that a big deal? Because it's the first season opening win for North Forest since 2010. Um, and they play Lumberton tonight, who is traditionally a pretty good team, and I think that is going to be a very interesting matchup. I'll be at the Jug game, but I will have a freelancer at that game covering it. Uh, another interesting game, Oak Grove traveling to play Hoover, Alabama, who is typically a powerhouse, uh, although they did lose their season opener. Yeah, um, so yeah uh, I think that's those two. Is Josh yeah. Niblett still coaching Hoover, the former Southern Miss backup quarterback? Josh Niblett? No idea. We'll, we'll have to check on that. Yeah, he used to be the head coach at Hoover. So, well, um, your thoughts on, you know, the, that Oak Grove-Hoover game. I mean, it's two, two powerhouses. Of course, many times our 6A champion going over there to take on traditionally a, the huge powerhouse. I think Hoover opened the season with a loss, if I'm not. If they I'm did. Not, um, they did. Yeah, I think they're 0-1. 
So, I mean, it's a big game. It's not the only out-of-state big game that we have. Uh, Picayune is going to play Catholic out of Baton Rouge. And Catholic Ooh. is, like, n- number three in the uh, in the Louisiana rankings right now. So that's a, that's a really big game. Um, you know, in the north part of the state, uh, we have a huge, huge game tonight. And that's Starkville taking on West Point. I mean, these two teams have 18 state championships between the two of them. And they were both in state title games last year. Starkville won 6A. And then, of course, West Point was in their, I believe, their seventh straight 5A title game. So uh, a lot of rivalry games, a lot of huge – I love having these big matchups early on in the season between, you know, schools that are regionally close to each other or whether it's a rivalry game or if you have these out-of-state matchups. That stuff is so much fun. Now, you know what? The, the Simpson County Super Bowl, I don't know if you all know this tradition, but yesterday, if it, if it like it usually is, they have a funeral procession for each mascot. So at the McGee High School, they'll actually take a, a, a casket and the local funeral home will bring the hearse and they, they bury the tiger and the same thing happens for the Trojan soldier. I mean, doing it, been doing it forever. Um, what about Brandon Madison Central? Those are two top ten teams. And then I think you got, what, Oxford South and Ola up north too? Yeah. Uh, Brandon Madison Central is a, a big, big 7A game. For Brandon, coming off that loss last week against Picking, where their offense just could not get going. I mean, the, the final score in that game was 28-21. But really, Brandon didn't score those last two touchdowns until late in the fourth quarter. Uh, they just they just didn't look in sync on offense. And they run that kind of hurt, kind of like Ole Miss runs, a hurry up and then run style of offense. And they just did not look right. Uh, last week, and a lot of that was probably Picayune's defense, which is really good. You know, with Picayune, you know, the running backs get all the, the headlines, but their defense is so incredible each and every yeah. year, especially this year. Madison Central, meanwhile, had just a cra- the craziest end to a game last week. Their kicker got to kick the ball three times in a row. He missed one but they called a penalty. The second one got called for a timeout. He made that one. And then on the third one, he made the game-winning uh, field goal with just three seconds left and to beat Ocean Springs at home. Uh, really good defense by Madison Central. So Brandon's going to have to step it up tonight on offense. We're in Hattiesburg. I'll be in Laurel. Um, I'll be on the call tonight between the Bricks. And, and so I guess let, let's talk the jug game just for a minute because it's, it's huge for our audience around here. And, and Andrew, let you comment on it first. I mean, you just don't see something like this that has gone through, you know, a world war and, and other stuff. And there's a whole lot of D1 prospects out on the field tonight. Oh, yes. Um, you know, I, I, I know Laurel's got a highly rated offensive lineman. They got a defensive back with a few uh, Division One offers as well. Uh, you look at Hattiesburg, Kevin Otis is probably the name everybody's going to know soon. Uh, he's not the class of 2025. I think he's the number three prospect or something like that on the defensive line. He's got offers from you name it. Yeah. He probably has it. Um, you know, I, they, they, like I said, they got a few guys that are really good. I, I think uh, another name that I think people will kind of remember from a couple years ago, Tavares Wade, the running back, he actually got hurt in the 100th year of the Jug game. He was actually their backup quarterback which led to the 50 to nothing yeah, game. I was there. It was, it was yeah, brutal. it was terrible. But uh, he's back, and, you know, he lost his junior year. Uh, he had a season-ending injury. He started off the year uh, against Pedal with, uh, I think he had 100 all-purpose yards and two touchdowns, and I'm kind of excited for what he does. I think that's a guy who deserves Division One offers, to be yeah. quite honest. Um, 
really would like for a certain school in, in uh, Hattiesburg to go take a look at him, if I'm being honest. But, yep. um, you know, Deuce Vance, son of uh, Tony Vance, the He's quarterback. The, the offense, that's right. Man, he has looked really good. Uh, he, he got hurt, actually, in the season opener against Pedal, but was just full body cramps. He's expected to be back. Um, look, Hattiesburg can put up some points, and, yeah. and they put up 450 yards of offense. The, th- the two things that killed them, kickoff coverage and uh, turnovers. Yeah. Uh, but the turnovers pretty much happened after Deuce Vance got hurt, so take that what you will. Uh, and then you look at Laurel. I know you watched Laurel, but uh, it seemed like they had some issues with their offensive yeah, line. Yeah, they even did. Though people have talked about that offensive line. It could be a West Jones defense, but... Yeah, but, but Will, you know your your thoughts on the jug game, and then and then be sure to tell our listeners, of course, about the pre preview show, and then twenty eighth year run in the scoreboard show. Absolutely, the jug game it, it's the quintessential rivalry game in the state. I mean, it has like everything going for it. You know, uh, didn't play for you know one hundred and one years. Tonight will be one hundred and two. And then the other thing that it has is I heard you guys talking earlier. It's so even. I mean, you don't. It's like all time. It's fifty, fifty, and five, counting playoff games and some other games that before that became the jug game. So fifty, fifty, and five. I think in jug games it's like forty-eight, forty-eight, and something uh, with a bunch of ties. Yep. And then points scored. I heard you guys talking. I looked it up on this one website that I used, and it's like two points difference all time. It's, Laurel's it's incredible how even it is since nineteen oh eight by two points. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I just can't draw it up any better than that. I mean, and then you got the mayors going at each other. I mean, I, I just love it so much because of all that stuff. You know, the stuff that happens on the field. Yes, it's, it's ultimately what what's important. But I love all that other stuff going into it. It's just you know, Mayor Barker last year. You know, washing Johnny McGee's car. You know, it's just it's so much fun. But uh, we, yeah, we said yesterday that that. That Mayor Barker is going to have to roll down his sleeves if if Laurel wins uh, tonight because they're always <laughs> up. Hey, um, f- before we let you go, real quick, uh, preview show tonight, scoreboard show. Preview show at six p.m. with me, and then scoreboard show at ten p.m. with the whole crew for twenty-eight straight years. Maybe we'll actually start on time tonight since we all got seven o'clock kickoffs. But Will, thanks for your time, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. Eagle Hour live at Fuzzy's. Hey, and there's another hour after we finish this next segment. Stick around. Lee Roberts, Marcia and Kenny, lots to come. We're at Fuzzy's on kickoff weekend. Eagle Hour continues right after this. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, welcome back. Super Talk Eagle Hour broadcasting from Midtown Fuzzy's Tacos on the eve of the opening of football season. I want to thank Will East from the uh, Super Talk High School Scoreboard Show. Frank Gore Sr., soon to be in the NFL Hall of Fame. Appreciate him being on the show as well. Just another casual day. <clears throat> Just another casual day. <laughs> And, of course, uh, our good friend uh, Justin Harris and Andrew Abadie. Appreciate all those guys. Special coverage of uh, football season sponsored in part today by St. Luke Home Health Care. And we're happy to have Hal Waters and Lisa Mitchell from St. Luke on the Eagle Hour. And, first of all, guys, thank you uh, for supporting today's coverage of Southern Miss. And uh, thank you for the good work you do. Absolutely. Thank you. 
Great to be here. Miss Lisa, let me talk. Let me start with you first. Uh, St. Luke Home Health and Hospice, summarize what that is. Okay. Well, what we do at St. Luke is we help patients in their time of need, whether it's a patient coming out of a hospital after having surgery and needing a little, little extra help, or if it's a patient with a chronic disease that may be facing end of life. It is our job to work with the healthcare professional, that their doctor, um, their family, their caregivers, to make this an easier time for them. Got it. Now, Luke, I know in your ministry work, you work as well with people who may be facing the end of life. So Absolutely. This is special work this lady does. Yeah, as a, as a minister, I mean, one of the great helps is is that the physical side of it is being served as well. And we always come in with the emotional and, and the spiritual side when families call on us. And can't tell you the amount of times I've looked at hospice nurses and hospice caregivers and it's it's in tandem, and you're you're there. Everybody's there to help the family and help the patient, and uh, it can be done with dignity and and honor, and and how that's you know that's yes. uh, that, that's what you want. Yes, sir. Yes, let me tell you a little bit about St. Luke. Um, we serve 15 counties in Southwest Mississippi and in the Pine Belt area: um, Forrest, Jones, Covington, Lamar, Jefferson, Davis, Marion. Lawrence, Walthall, Lincoln, Pike, Franklin County, Amit, Smith, Simpson, and Kapai County. Now, Forest County and Jones County, we only provide hospice only in those counties. The rest of the counties are hospice and home health. Uh, we have seven offices throughout the area. Uh, the offices are in Hattiesburg, Collins, Columbia, Brookhaven, Monticello, Macomb, and we have an office over in Liberty as well. So if people, when do you know that you need help from a company like this? And, and if, you, if you've realized that, how do you go about getting that help? That help? Well, you can talk with your doctor. I think that's the first step. Talk with your doctor, and, and he can send a referral to us, and, and we can get out to see you. And oftentimes, the patient doesn't really know mm-hmm. that they need the help. Sometimes yeah. it's going to be a family member or maybe even a pastor. Yeah, and, that, and that's the, when, when I've been in situations like that, it's it's basically been, you have to help, help people see that there that there is a part of medical and ministry work for this situation. And it, it really, really helps people relieve, because when you get to this spot, Lisa, I mean, people just don't know what to do. And, and the point is, Sometimes they can, you know, they can just almost despair and feel like nobody's there for them, and they don't realize that there's a whole sector right. of the healthcare industry that that's there for people to walk with them, and that's what that's what companies like that's St. Right. Luke does. You walk with them through that. There's a team. We have a team of people that will come in, either on the home health side or the hospice side, work very closely with the healthcare professionals and the family members to make sure that that patient is getting the very best care. That's right. And I mentioned to you on the home health side, I, I experienced that a couple of years ago, and, and I, I know St. Luke does that. It was so reassuring because, you know, you've been through something really serious. you got a medical professional coming to your house every day just about, checking you out, reassuring you that you're doing well, and it was a big part of the recovery. And so that's an important part of what you do too. Absolutely, yes. We, You know, m- most of the patients that we get on the home health side is going to follow some kind of tr- traumatic event or a surgery like um, post-op joint care, um, 
We provide physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, um, nursing. And with, with, with nursing, we also get a nurse aide that would come out once a week. Um, and one thing that St. Luke does is that we offer care to pediatric patients. So anywhere from an infant, you know, and on up. How about that? Really good for for you to know that people can come to you. That's right. You know, because when people think medical care, they think lines, they think waiting rooms, they think, and, and I mean, some of that's necessary, but the very fact that you guys will, will come and serve people right where they are. Right. Now, Miss Mitchell, you're probably not going to say this, but it takes a special person to provide hospice care. I mean, you have to be a compassionate person and... You know, you, you take that home with you at night. It's just special people that do that, right? You have to love what you do. And we have very, very special nurses, uh, our pastors, our chaplains, our aides. Um, everyone works really well together to make sure the patient is taken care of, and we love what we do. All right. Real quickly, how do they get in touch with you? You go to smrmc.com. Uh, click on our services and then click on home help. We're also on Facebook. Thank you both very much. And thank you for supporting. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be right back. Second hour of the show continues after this. Southern Miss to the top. All right, everybody, welcome back. Second hour of today's Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're at Fuzzy's Tacos in Midtown Hattiesburg. Eve of the 2023 football season. Of course, Southern Miss hosting Alcorn State tomorrow night at The Rock. That game is scheduled to start at 6 o'clock. A couple of guests with us uh, on the set right now. Uh, Kyle Moonsey owns... Pine Belt Insulation. He's one of the great sponsors of today's event. And, of course, the one and only Lee Roberts. Kyle, let me start with you and tell you that you're sitting by a two-time conference champion. I would say one of the top three, four quarterbacks that ever played here. You know, it's funny. uh, Some of my first football memories with Southern Miss uh, is watching Lee Roberts and those guys back in the late 90s uh, play ball, Marshan, Kenny, Adelius Thomas, DQ, and all them guys. So. Yeah, Marshan says he's the reason of so much success, Lee. What do you say about that? <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to have to agree with him. So you got to have a good support cast on the other side of the football. So it takes a full team effort. So absolutely well, there, agree. There's like reality, and then there's Marshan's reality. Right. Well, Marsh, Marshan's jumping on the show in the next segment. He wanted to discuss that, uh, that bowl game up in um, – Memphis with you. Okay. And, uh, well, and, and, and just to clarify, Kyle was a child when he was enjoying <laughs> Lee play as a much older guy. That's, <laughs> That's right. That's Kyle, right. That hurts. That hurts. You own Pine Belt Insulation. Tell us quickly about your fine company. Sure. So Pine Belt Insulation is family owned and operated. So my dad, um, second generation insulation contractor, my granddad, Rudolph Ishi, first generation. So we've been around for 40 plus years in this business. Um, you know, it's not just another day at the office. We make it personal with our customers and when you call us you're going to deal with us directly and not a salesman and uh, we do spray foam we do fiberglass uh, blown in bat style 
uh, commercial work and residential. So whether it's new construction or a remodel job, we can get you fixed up. Uh, how many season tickets did you tell me you had? Uh, we have eight season tickets between my brother and I with Southern Miss football, and then we support uh, baseball and basketball as well. All right, Lee Roberts, how important are fans like this man right here? I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, obviously you've got to have fans to support the athletes, and to get those guys to do that, you got to have a good product on the field. And that's what Coach Hall always talks about is having a good product on the field. But, yeah, see, seeing fans in the stands, especially loyal customers like this, or loyal fans like this that, you know, are season ticket holders year in, year, year out, whether it's football, baseball, or basketball, you got to have them for sure. So we appreciate your support and everything you do for Southern Miss. Thank you, Lee. And as a friend, as a fan, Kyle, what, what's your thoughts about the football team and the, the progress we're seeing under uh, Coach Hall? I, I, I like this. I like where it's going. I think uh, Coach Hall, uh, this is going to be his year to really see that turnaround within the program. You know, I mean, when you have coaching turnovers from, you know, different seasons within programs, you know, it ebbs and flows and ups and downs. And uh, I think Coach Hall and his program's headed in the right direction. And I think they're going to surprise a lot of guys this year. Now, I know you support the show, and we appreciate that. To give you an idea of how it is the go-to show for Southern Miss football starting Monday, Every Monday, we will have Will Hall and this man right here breaking down the game that just happened. Can't get any better than that. No, it cannot. That's correct. Yeah. So right. not only do you get to follow Frank Gore Sr. today, you get to follow Will Hall every week. <laughs> so I get to correct everything that he said wrong on Monday then. Well, is, that, is that right? That's but part of, part of the deal is you can't listen to what he says. So if you say something, that's then, true. You know, that's true. Uh, we, we, we have a lot of fun with Coach Hall, uh, Lee. We, we talk, we've never seen a more accessible, easier to deal with, easier to reach coach than Will Hall. That's a big part of his success, isn't it? No, I totally agree. I mean, he's very approachable, and, you know, and it, and it even goes further to his wife, Rebecca, as well. I mean, you just talk about a, a, a couple there that is just in the community that you can approach. I mean, uh, seeing her last night at the at the call-in show for Coach Hall, I mean, just a lady that's going to sit down and talk to you, and so is he. I mean, he makes his way around everybody in the room, and you know, whether it's media or fans, he's de- definitely approachable, and it definitely helps for sure. All right. Call-in shows are important. Media appearances are important, but we get to watch football tomorrow. That's more what, important. What are you looking for out of out of his offense? Because I think in year three we feel like he's got the depth, the quarterback position of what he needs. I, I've been joking with the guys saying there's going to be stuff that happens this year, and people will be like, Where's that been for two years? And it was just like we didn't, we couldn't go that far in the playbook, right? So what, what are you looking for first offensively and then defensively tomorrow? Well, I think what Will Hall will tell you is, is he feels like there's not a weak link on the field. Yeah, we've got some areas where we have to have some experience, and that starts at the quarterback position. But yet I feel like there's a guy that we've named starter in Billy Wiles that can move this offense in the direction that we need to. So I feel like it's going to be an offense that's going to try to build some confidence early, uh, maybe try to comp- complete the big ball down the field, obviously get the ball in the hands of Frank Gore, I means the best guy on the field. You've got to do that as well. I and, mean, again, I think this it's, it's going to start up front with the O-line, though. I mean, we're as deep and as good and as lean as far as body mass. I mean, guys that are strong, have done a great job in the, in the offseason, getting to where they need to be. I mean, I just think the offense finally is going to be what we would consider a total package. And then defensively, I mean, I just think what you're going to see, I mean, building off of uh, Austin Armstrong's defense last year where Dan O'Brien's going to help take it hopefully to even the next level. Again, depth all across the board. I think our 
cornerbacks probably is the area of the field that, again, have the most inexperience, mm-hmm. but yet those guys are talented as well. I mean, four different guys that can play the cornerback position. And they're all like, except for McNeil, who has experience, they're all like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, they're big guys. And, then, I mean, Dylan Lawrence 6'4". I mean, you're huge on the back. Yeah, I mean, you and you can see what the guys that played for us last year, I mean, they just made roster. In right. the NFL, and absolutely, they're going to be playing on Sunday. So we've got guys that are that are bigger bodies now. Ten players in the NFL are red. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <coughs> Big deal with Brownlee, and then I mean Natron Brooks getting re-signed like yeah. that. But I mean the fact Brownlee undrafted free agent. I mean that's, that's huge. huge. It is. Making it's the huge. How about Scott making the Cowboys? Yeah, I think that's yeah. So it's impressive. But I'm going to throw you a softball. You can answer this yes or no, and then elaborate. The team's success this year will be as good as the quarterback play. I, I, I would say, yeah. I mean, that's just where we've where we've been lacking. I mean, you can kind of see what coach was able to do without a quarterback the last two years, kind of building a program. But now you feel like you've got a guy that's going to lead this team in Billy Wiles. And heaven forbid, if something happens to Billy Wiles, the guy right behind him, Holman Edwards is not far behind as well. I mean, so two talented guys. So I feel confident at the quarterback position will help take us. I, I was, was going to say, I know how Marchant would answer that question, yeah, right? Because right, right. of the beef that he's taking. <laughs> does, does Holman Edwards play tomorrow? How much does Holman Edwards play tomorrow? I think it's Billy's game. I really do. I think you want to you want to see the starter go, I, unless it gets to a point where they bring in the number yeah, two. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. I mean, I, right, yeah. I, I truly feel like, though, Unless Billy just goes out and doesn't do well, it's going to be his show until the the plug is pulled yeah. to pull him out of the game. Let's get a fan's perspective. Team as good as the quarterback plays? Yes and no. Yeah, uh, quarterback gets the guys set in the right places at the right time. He orchestrates the offense. But I do also think it starts up front with the big guys. So if the big guys can establish the line of scrimmage up front, quarterback can do his thing. And uh, yeah. whether it's handing the ball off to Gore or throwing the deep ball or somewhere in the slam. I bet there was nobody on the team Lee Roberts loved more than the big guys up in front. Am I right? No, I agree, man. You got Those are your best buddies, man, for sure. You got to make, uh, make friends up there. And, you know, those are guys that protect you. Those are the guys that allow you to stand on your feet and make the throws. That's right. Did you ever tell them, like, who is their, your favorite or not? Did you ever say, hey, I mean, Firestone had to be pretty high. Frank and I were really, really close. We were. Um, you know, but I, I was I was really good friends with all of them. So you, you had to be. That was just part of it. Does this surprise you? Billy Ross told me that he lives with a couple of offensive linemen. He shares an apartment with two O-linemen. Well, you know, I asked Coach Hall that about these two guys in particular, Edwards and, and Wiles. I was like, has the team taken to them? He said absolutely, and he rattled rattled off who their roommates were, and yeah. So whether well, we, it's we know Matt Riles introduced Billy from Virginia to Awards Big One. I think it took him a couple of days to get over it the first time, you know. But but yeah, I mean, you, you got you know local dudes like that. With I think Matt may be one of those guys. You know, they they just always g haul so so well together. Um, what's your thoughts really for the whole season this year, Kyle? Uh, I have high expectations. I'm thinking we're going to be eight and five somewhere in there. Excuse me, eight and four, yeah, nine yeah. and three. So I mean, I, eight and nine win season. I do think is very realistic with these guys. Um, so um, you know, I mean, I think this is Hall's year to get this program going in the right direction. Uh, I'm putting my money on them to win the conference. I really think they there have that go. kind of ability to do it. Hey, look, thank you for helping with the show. You're a big sponsor. We appreciate it. 
How can people get in touch with your fine company? Yes, sir. So uh, give us a call. Reach us on Facebook. You can call us on uh, 601-261-3461. So that's the number we've had for probably 40 years now. Or you can reach me on my cell phone as well, 601-606-6004. We really appreciate you. Thank you. All right, Link, just a few seconds left. Uh, We're going to go ahead and break this news to you. Marshant Kenny is about to join us. And uh, he says he wants to settle this once and for all. Had he had a better offense, he claims he would have never lost a game. Yeah, I mean, I think that we had the the defense of the decade for sure back in the late 90s. And, you know, uh, the nasty bunch was developed before then, but they continued that. And, yeah, if we'd had a a better quarterback, I think we'd have have been undefeated a couple years. But this is how it is. Lee could probably tackle – in the same neighborhood as Marchant. I'm neighborhood. I didn't say that. You know, I'm trying to honor Marchant. Ain't no way you could throw the football like you ever. <laughs> no, I'm ever, not going to say ever. I could tackle like Marchant. I'm not going to do did that. Did Marchant ever hit you in a practice? I'm sure he did. Uh, you know, but that, it was a that, weak little hit. That, that red jersey helped a lot, so it may have been like a little uh, little nudge after the fact. But Marchant, Kenny, and Lee Roberts next on. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Okay, welcome back uh, to Fuzzy's Tacos in Midtown. Two-hour edition of the Eagle Hour this afternoon. We appreciate uh, you tuning in. We're just a day away from the opening, of course, of the 2023 football season. Two legendary football players with us now on the show. Lee Roberts uh, continues with us. The great Marshant Kenny, I guess, is probably still in the Big Easy uh, headed this way. And uh, Marshant, how in the world are you? I'm doing really well. And if Lee Roberts is on this show, you know I refer to him as Captain America. So what I an honor that, to be on yes. with, with, a, with a hero. You know, I asked him if he ever hit you, if you ever hit him in practice, and he kind of laughed and said, I really don't remember. Implying Even that when if he you saw- did, it was... That it was so no, weak, I, he didn't remember it, Marsha. <laughs> oh my goodness! There was, no, I never. Marcia, there was that one. There was that one spring where we were live, so I'm sure you did take your shot at me at one point. So, <laughs> yeah, and then after that, I, I think you wore that red jersey on campus when I was around, just to make sure even off track. Had it with me at all times, class. man. That's exactly right. It's like the Andy Griffith episode where Barney always wore his deputy uniform so he wouldn't get beat up by so that guy. Marshan has revealed that Lee wore his red jersey all over campus yeah. where nobody would hit it. That's right. right. you got to protect yourself, man. That's right. That's, that's the line of the week, Marshan. We, we, we should have thought about that two years ago when we went through seven quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh, goodness. It was only seven? It was only seven? I thought it was... It was was like 11. We brought the grad transfer, the the, the offensive assistant. Anyway, we won't go into that. Um, Will Hall don't want to talk about it. Anyway, 
All right, Marchette, uh, opening kickoff weekend. know you're pumped about it. Uh, your, your thoughts, start with the Nasty Bunch. That's, that's the side that you always go to. Well, this Nasty Bunch, I'm going to go ahead and say talent-wise the best in the Sun Belt. Front seven, without a doubt, is the best in the Sun Belt. And you got to be excited about the leadership with Avery Hobbit, excuse me, uh, uh, Hayes Maples and Swayze Bozeman coming back for their ninth year, I believe. They've been around for a while. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I talked to uh, Swayze. No, it was Swayze Bozeman. Swayze, yeah. yeah. We had on the show earlier this week, and it led me to believe that he's such an articulate, bright young man that I guess linebackers, Marchant, are the smartest people on a football field. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, just so the book has a lot of pictures in it, we're good. <laughs> now, I'll make a comment on this one. Now, I think this this defense for Coach O'Brien has got to be the linebackers. I mean, you just look at what, you know, Hayes Maples and uh, Swayze Bozeman, I mean, how smart they are. And then, you know, the doctor, T- TQ Newsom as well. I mean, he's going to go on to, to medical school. So this group for sure I think is the smartest. If you'd have had some better linebackers, Let's talk about that. Let's yeah, talk about how that. How much better would the team I know. have been? You're like, right. I mean, gracious sakes. Pollard and Ty Trahan. Hey, uh, uh, Marchant, we may not have had the smartest linebacking core, not not taking anything away from your uh, your intelligence, but, dude, the best linebacking core in, in Southern Miss history was in the 90s. I, I agree, but let's make no secret about it. I was not there for academics. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a- if, amen, huh? well, if these two linebackers, it is their ninth year, then Gabe Montenegro's got a shot. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Gabe. I hear Gabe's on the team. Yeah, he's maybe applying for a year or two in baseball. Yeah. Marcian, I do want to ask you that. I was talking, we had Latrell on a few weeks ago. Of course, he's the D.C. at Jones. He t- I asked him, I said, how much of what you run at Jones right now is John Thompson and Dave Womack and even some with with what you want, Tyrone Nix? He said the – he said – as far as what he runs right now, 60 to 65% is the Thompson scheme from the mid-90s. Absolutely. That 96 defense, when John Thompson changed it from a 4-3 to a 3-4 hybrid look, making that defensive end a kind of pass rusher, a uh, guy who can get into space and cover backs and what have you, uh, that, that's kind of the model of what hybrid defense is doing right now. So it was ahead of its time, and it just makes sense, the foundation for Latrell as well as he knew that, to follow Thompson's defense back then with that hybrid look. Lee, how much easier is it to play offense when you have a defense like Marchant led and, and you were a part of those teams? Oh, it's it's huge. I mean, it's a, it's a team that's going to, you know, get off the field fast, give you opportunities to get the football back. They're going to give you extra possessions, you know, stripping the football with, uh, you know, fumbles as well as interceptions. But, but two, man, just keeping teams out of the end zone. Marshan, I think I remember Coach Thompson kind of had a, you know, a number in his head. He wanted to try to keep opponents under 17 points. And, you know, if we could do that, I knew we'd score at least 17. So it gave us a great opportunity to win games for sure. What, what was the most fun about that, Marchant? The uh, To me, it was the prowling around. I mean, there were times where there was nobody on the field in a stance at all. That was so much fun. We did practices with prowling and stemming, and, and Coach Thompson would leave us in kind of these stances for two minutes just to practice us bouncing around and, and staying in position, but making sure you're getting back to your spot. It looked like complete chaos. But everybody knew where they had to be when that ball snapped. But it, it was a ton of fun, my goodness. 
Marchant, you're, you're now a media person, so to speak, and one of your jobs as a media person is to really try to, to be unbiased. And even though we know you bleed black and gold, nobody outside the Southern Miss family has bought into this team um, as far as where they think this team is going to finish. They're a middle-of-the-road team. Uh, East and West Division when you talk at media outlets across the country. Why is nobody else buying into this team when Southern Miss fans and media outlets locally are? Well, let's call it what it is. Southern Miss has not really done anything on a big stage in a long time. Let's just call it what it is. So we're unproven for those old glory days that Lee and I used to be a part of. We People just haven't seen it in a long time. But this year three of the Will Hall era, the talent's there. I mean, it, from top to bottom, it is there. But what it boils down to is this quarterback position and the tie-in Lee Roberts. This is crazy what's going on. This is year three with Will Hall. My third year at Southern Miss, we were completely unstable at the quarterback position. On a Thursday night, 1996, Lee Roberts came in and changed all that. And we had a quarterback finally, and look what happened uh, in 97. So I'm not saying year three, wild. The next Lee Roberts, but the irony of year three, you know, Lee Roberts did in year three, gave us stability and gave us a Hall of Fame quarterback. Let's see what Vols does in year three. It's just that quarterback position. But you guys just haven't seen Southern Miss win it so long. And back then it made a difference, but is that really fair this year, Lee, to put that much pressure on Bill? I mean, does one position make that much of a difference? Well, I mean, I think, too, I mean, yeah, you've got to have that guy play well. But I think this year now we've got talent around him. We've got guys that can protect. We've got guys that can open up holes for Frank Gore. We've got guys that can, you know, blow the top off defenses as well. Multiple guys. I mean, we're, we're as deep as we've been in a long time. Plus, you add that quarterback position, it makes all the difference. But, but, the, but the other guys have been around, right? The guy, it was just the quarterback position that was uncertain. But, but people still weren't buying yeah, no, I agree. Miss. I agree. I mean, you got if you're going to build a team, you got to start first with a quarterback. But nobody knows what they're going to get out of the quarterback position this year. That's why. Yeah. Nobody's. I mean, because he. he I mean, how many snaps has he really taken as a college quarterback? Yeah. I mean, well, very, very a touchdown few. last year. Yeah. Marchant, what what are you hearing from down on the Bayou? Because uh, we're all anticipating that game later in the season. Talking about uh, the Raging Cajuns hosting Southern Miss on a Thursday night ESPN. Not that I got it circled on my calendar, but uh, what I love about it, living do, do, here do, in Cajun. Do, 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 da da But what I love about da, it, da, it da, it's, a yeah. it's a rivalry. And, and, and they are fired up, and we're fired up. Toughest game you ever played in? Toughest game I ever played in was probably Florida State 1996. It was probably the one time that I was ready to come off the field. Really? <laughs> Going against, yeah, I mean, there were three All-American defense alignment on that team. And, man, it was a, it was a brutal, brutal so night. So they hit all you a long. lot harder than Marchant hit you in practice. Is that what you're no. saying? No. Well, well, <laughs> no, no. I just got hit more often than I got, got hit. On, on the other Marchant. hand, Marchant looked at the Seminoles and said, we were getting to them in the fourth quarter. That's what <laughs> you said. All right, Marchant, toughest game you ever played in. What's crazy is I got to go the same game, Florida State 96. I mean, they had first-round picks all over the place, second-round picks in the NFL. And uh, my funniest story from that, I mean, I wasn't known for my athletic prowess and my 4-4 speed. Uh, let's just keep that what it is. And and I remember there was a moment in the second quarter they spread us out, and all of a sudden I'm man-to-man on Warwick Dunn, and I'm thinking before the play, I'm like, this makes no sense. 
<laughs> and, uh, <laughs> mismatch, huh? Well, sure enough, wait a sure enough. What, what happened? What happened? <laughs> Touchdown, Warwick. Well, no, wait a Okay. <laughs> well, wait a minute, Marshan. Not five coach, minutes ago. Not five minutes ago. Go ahead. Not five minutes ago on this show, you said you were not on this, the team for your at, your academic ability, and now you're saying you weren't on the team for your athletic ability. Just what the hell were you on the team for? <laughs> Golly, is all this Hall of Fame and all this recognition, first team all conference stuff is made up? Jesus, <laughs> hey, we Mar- love you. We love you, Mar- brother. Mar- we love you, brother. We appreciate you being on the radio show as always. Love you guys too. I'll see you at the podcast. Rock hopefully tomorrow. You're all. You're always welcome, my friend. Yes, sir. Catch up soon, fellas. Marshant Kenny, everybody. Lee Roberts, thank you, my friend. Always good to have you. Absolutely, man. Love to be on the show uh, with you guys. We'll Look forward back. to every week as well. Yeah, he'll be joining us every Monday, one forty, starting this week. Eagle Hour continues from Midtown right after this. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back at Fuzzy's Tacos on our two-hour special kickoff show. Happy to have you along. We are live at Fuzzy's Tacos in Hattiesburg, getting ready for tomorrow night. Southern Miss and Alcorn Steak. Great stuff. Uh, great stuff, Santa, right, with uh, with Marshan and Lee, the banter there from former teammates. It's amazing to me how deep things get and how the stories get more grandiose as time goes by. See, you know? <laughs> we, we, we found out, and, and uh, we'd like to welcome our guest right both of our guests, Daniel Stewart from Southern Bank Corps and then uh, Dr. Patrick Beardeman from uh, Hub City Dental. Thank you guys for joining us. We, we found out that Marshan Kenny said Lee Roberts wore his red quarterback's jersey all over campus <laughs> to even protect him from Marshan. <laughs> Not on the practice field. Guys, thanks for joining us. Yeah, good to be here. I appreciate good stuff. it. All right, everybody needs a healthy smile, Doc. That's right. Tell us about Hub City Dental. Well, you know, we just try to treat people with respect and uh, honor their wishes. If, if they've got certain concerns that, that they come in with, we make sure to address those first. And, you know, we just try to treat people like family because so much of healthcare is all about numbers these days, and we just don't want to be that. We want to make sure dentistry is, is people-oriented still. You've got your gold on today because it's Gold Gold Friday. What does the university mean for uh, a, a business like yours? You, your business, Hub City Dental, named after Hub City of Hattiesburg. That's and, right. and how much the university means to this town? You know, I think it needs to mean more to the people of this town. I think a lot of people lose sight of the fact that this is a college town every bit as much as a town with a college in it. I, I think people need to be supporting this university as much as they possibly can because I think a prosperous Southern Miss leads to a prosperous Hattiesburg. Absolutely. Daniel Stewart, former sure. Southern Miss baseball. I won't bring up all your old stats like oh, yeah. like uh, Bob always does, but, of course, Southern Bancor, uh, proud studio sponsor of the Eagle Hour. Yeah. And uh, for you the same way, I mean, you're literally right across from, from the university. Well, yeah, we always kind of say this is, you know, the university is the pulse and the heartbeat of this community. So um, we, we try to support any way we can. This is a great time of year to be a banker because, man, we're playing in the golf tournament like every two weeks, it seems like. <laughs> Alumni Association, we played in the basketball one a couple of months back. So 
you know, it's a really good time to be uh, in my business. But, yeah, we try to support USM every time we can. And actually, I'm, I'm, I played a little baseball back in the nice. day, you know, Daniel. But, but now interest rates are matching more my ERA than, <laughs> you know, well, than, than it, yours. Yeah, very so. interesting time to be in the well, – for anybody, and it, you know, there's, there's a lot of interesting things going on. But in the banking world, man, you know, interest rates are going to go up. They're going to go down. Nobody really knows. I've always said when rates are high, time to be a saver. Rates are low, hey, time to be a borrower. Um, so it's, it's still yet to be seen how this is all going to affect the economy. Personally, I don't think it's going to be uh, a great thing. But, uh, you know, we've always persevered as a country. I'm just hoping we can keep that going. Yeah, but we're going to get pick some games in a minute. But right now, all the data says that people are still spending money, though. I mean, you know. It's I'm not- amazed. I mean, I go just go grab a sandwich somewhere and spend $13. But I look around, and the restaurant's full of people. So, um I'm still shocked. Well, it's full today because they know you and Doc were going to be here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. All right, let's do some picks. Okay, some of these, these are opening week. We will spend a little extended time talking about Southern Miss Alcorn. Some of these I'm not going to ask you to pick. I'm just going to kind of ask you what you think, how bad or how close it might be. For instance, Gardner-Webb Kelly Center at Appalachian State. Well, one person against the whole team. Poor Gardner. Um, <laughs> against against Crap State. Um, I'll take uh, Crap State by That's what they're called. 30. 30. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. App State's going to wipe them up. Let's just hope so for the sake of the Sun Belt. Yeah. I have a friend that went uh, to the Citadel, and I think he actually – I don't know if they got a dentist school that's just kind of ringing in my mind. The Citadel tomorrow at Georgia Southern. The Citadel's a military school, so you'd think that, that they'd be pretty tough. Um, but, you know, the mili- the other military schools sometimes are good, sometimes they're bad. But Georgia Southern's supposed to be a sleeper this year in the Sun Belt. I'll take the the Eagles in Statesboro by 24. 24. I, I think it's probably going to be worse than that. I'd say probably 35. I was thinking more like 35. Or yeah. You hate for the military to get beat down, but the Citadel it doesn't speak well for the future of our country. Does <laughs> this sounds like a NCAA play-in game? Bucknell at James Madison. Oh, the Bison against the Dukes. Uh, JMU has not named a quarterback yet. They won't do it until an hour before the game tomorrow. Uh, so they're showing no respect for Bucknell. Um, I think it'll be closer than you think. I'll take, but I will take the Dukes by 17. Wow, you know James Madison had a really good year in their first year. Yep. Uh, I don't know if it's D1, but at FBS, um, they're going to win this game. We actually have a friend in Hattiesburg's son plays for James Madison really? now, so I'm rooting for James Madison. Well, I'll say 17, 20, okay. something like that. University of Albany taking on Marshall. Congratulations to Marshall for opening up with such difficult competition, Kelly. Uh, uh, yeah, Marshall, big. Uh, well, I say big. I'll take them by 28. Marshall I, I, at home. I, I think it's probably going to be 35-0 at halftime. They call the dogs off. Uh, it's going to be be a blowout for Marshall. I was thinking more like a blowout. Aren't it Marshall supposed to be yeah, excessively good? Yeah, they're, supposed, they're to supposed to be really good. So, Doc, for a win for Albany would be like pulling teeth tomorrow. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Stephen F. Austin, where the Lady Eagles are for volleyball yes. this weekend. At Troy. Stephen F. Austin's not, I mean, they're out of the Southland, right? Or we're out of the Southland. Uh, this will be an interesting game for Troy because they're they're reorganizing. But Troy wins by 17. Okay. Stephen F. Austin had a good baseball program last year. Maybe that will translate to football. Troy's still going to take them three touchdowns. 
Couldn't agree more. Three touchdowns for 11 a.m. tomorrow, Arky State a 36-point underdog at Oklahoma. Do they cover? Yes. They cover 36 at Oklahoma. Yeah, I think they cover as well. Cover easily. Nah, I don't know about easily. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Oklahoma – it's a lot of points. It's, it's, and, and, look, he's in, he's in trouble now at Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, the defensive coordinator from Clemson goes over there and, you know, was supposed to be the, the next, uh, you know, hot shot coach and didn't have a good year. Louisiana against Louisiana, Northwestern State against the Raging Cajuns. Cajuns by? No, no line in this one. Yeah, Cajuns by 24. Uh, in-state rival. It'll probably be fairly close. But ULL's got a good team, a couple touchdowns. I think they call off the dogs. I'll say 21. Texas State at Baylor, Bears 27-and-a-half point. Do they cover? Yes. Yeah, I think so, too. It's going to be good. I think they need to. (laughs) I don't think they cover by much, but, you know, 28-30. to Yeah. Monroe Army taking on the ULM Monroe Warhawks. What's what's the spread in that one? Eight-and-a-half. Army. Eight-and-a-half. Army is a favorite on the road, eight-and-a-half. I will take the Warhawks to cover that. In Monroe. I think in Monroe. Okay, I'm still picking Army in this one. Hey, maybe Army will cover for Citadel, right? <laughs> yeah, we've got to have one of the Pick military. Slack. Yeah, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with Army. Never cheer against the uh, United States military. All right, here's some more interesting ones. Coastal Carolina at UCLA. Bruins 15 and a half point. Uh, boy, I, I I'll watch that one with interest because I, I just don't know I mean, what... Grayson McCall's being mentioned like as a... Heisman yeah. outsider. Yeah, but I, I just don't know the Coastal's got a whole lot after him. Um, New coaching staff. Yeah. It's I, late tomorrow night, too, 9.30 kick. 15, oh, well, me and Bob will be in bed by an hour by then. <laughs> uh, 8.30, we go. Let's see. Uh, UCLA by 15 and a half. Yep. Um, Quick. Yeah, they, they I, cover. UCLA covers. 15 and a half. I, I think Coastal covers here. That's, that seems... I like Grayson McCall. I like the way he plays. Wasn't I think South they're, they're going to keep it competitive. Put it real close to UCLA yeah. last year. They By did. one point. That's yeah. right. That's Good right. job, Doc. Well, in the That's first right. game of the year, you never know how it's going to go. That's right. The battle for Virginia, Old Dominion at Virginia Tech. Hokies, 16-point favorite. Old Dominion is six kinds of awful. <laughs> I'm taking the Hokies. Virginia Tech covers yeah. easily. Absolutely. Probably uh, the most exciting game of the week, South Alabama at Tulane. Green Wave, six-and-a-half-point favorite in Yulman Stadium. South Al wins outright. I kind of was thinking the same thing. I'm, I'm rooting for South Al. I'm hoping for the three-week process of South Al beating Tulane, Tulane then going and beating Ole Miss, and then coming to Hattiesburg and us beating them. <laughs> that would like be nice. That. I yeah. like that. Come on, like South it. Al. All right, so tomorrow night, Southern Miss, Alcorn. Let's just – we walked through this yesterday. You guys just kind of give me what you're looking for in, in, a, in a final. You throw it out with what the well, score will be. For me, I'm just looking to see that, you know, it seems like the last couple of years we've had super back, and it's just kind of like, what's going on sometimes? I'm looking for consistency. I'm really looking at Billy Wiles. Hey, we got a really highly recruited guy from Clemson. How's he going to come in and play? Is he going to be as good as everybody's hoping and thinking he is? So that's kind of what I'm looking for. Fingers crossed that Billy Wiles answers the hype bell. Yeah. 44-10, Eagles. Final you, score. Oh, gosh. I think they put up 50 tomorrow. I was going to say 56 to 6. Yeah. I'll go 52 10. That's what I'll go. Hey, Patrick Stewart, Southern Bank Corps. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Thank you. Doctor, Glad to be here. Dr. Beardman, thank you from Hub City. I, I can people find you, by the way, to fix fix all their dental Well, needs. our phone number is 601 264 4800. And just give us a call any working day. 
And you are blessed to live in, like, the metropolis of food heaven around here. Well, you know, everybody says that, but we rarely eat around here. I guess we, like, get in the car and go somewhere. But, yes, lots of good food around here. Awesome. You guys, thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Glad to be here. Appreciate it. We'll continue one more segment at Fuzzy's Tacos as we get ready for tomorrow. Are you going to eat, Sander, by the way? Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm I'm on such a diet, Luke. You know, I'm strict. I'm strict eating requirements. We'll he's he's on keto. He's no on parts. keto? Yeah. No, I'm a seafood diet. You know, everything keto, I see, keto I eat, starts you know. with K, so we'll have an acronym about <laughs> Kelly. Eagle Hour, finalizing the week right after this. Stick with us. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back. Fuzzy Tacos here in Midtown. Boy, we've had a, a bevy of guests today on the show. It's still packed in here, Bob, well yeah. after the lunch hour. It's always so much fun here at Fuzzy's. I want to thank Justin, who's rejoining us here, uh, for bringing us uh, out today and allowing us to broadcast here. Also, want to welcome Tim Lowry to the show. He's the owner of Heritage Firearms, and he's one of the sponsors of today's broadcast from Fuzzy's. And, uh, Tim, uh, you own a great gun store right down the street from Super Talk on Old Highway 11 uh, in Oak Grove, and I do want to give you a, a moment to talk about that. But very interesting, uh, you said you just pulled up on the campus of TCU, and you're there to watch TCU take on the Colorado Rockies and uh, Buffalo Buffaloes and uh, and Deion Sanders tomorrow. That's got to be pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. Um, my son Adam played out here back in the early 2000s, and so we've been a big fans and a season ticket holder since then. And I make quite a few games every year with Adam. And uh, this year, particularly with Deion Sanders coming out, we weren't going to miss this. No, that's pretty exciting. You ask our, our friend Justin here an interesting question about a Fuzzy's Tacos out there. A- ask that again, please. Yeah, uh, there's a Fuzzy's Tacos just off campus out here when Adam was at school. And I just wondered, is that any connection to the Fuzzy's Tacos back at home in Hattiesburg? Yes, sir, Mr. Tim. That is the original one right there on Berry Street. That was the original Fuzzy's Tacos shop uh, right there next to TCU campus. That was the first one where it all started. Oh, oh yeah, I'm real familiar with it. We used to go there back, uh, I think Adam came out of here in about 2006. So, yeah, we've been there many times. That's quite a place. Quite a place. Yeah. How many are there now, Justin? Uh, around 150. Is that right? That's right. right. Well, as you know, Mr. Lowry, our Fuzzy's Taco Shop here in Midtown is just a great location and uh, and a great business. Justin and, and his uh, guys have done a wonderful job here. Uh, as is your store out in Oak Grove. Uh, quickly tell us about uh, Heritage Firearms. Well, uh, we're a firearm store that specializes in just that. I like to tell people we're not selling uh, Yeti coolers and camo and so forth. We focus on uh, firearms, ammunition, scopes, optics, and the gear that goes along with that. And uh, I'll have to admit we've had tremendous success over the last couple of years. Uh, We've grown dramatically. Uh, We carry all lines of the high-end quality guns and ammo. And uh, matter of fact, we're in the process of expanding. Uh, if you came by the store today or early next week, you'll see where we have uh, 
knocked some walls out and expanded, and uh, we're going to we're in the process of remodeling right now. I do want to say one thing. There's very few places around here that you can fi- find like high-end stuff like Daniel Defense. Heritage Firearms carries Daniel. Oh man, that's some, a, that's some a of my big favorite. High store some of my sure. favorite stuff, Tim. Glad y'all do that. And, and Tim, we understand uh, a lot of the Southern Miss linemen are your customers. Yeah, uh, believe it or not, they are. And uh, these are the young guys that are old enough to buy firearms. So we're okay there. Uh, but yeah, we've had good luck <laughs> with the guys with the guys on the line uh, coming over to uh, to buy their firearm from us. And I also I don't know Coach Hall personally. Uh, but I know his dad fairly well. Uh, I know that his dad, Bobby, and I have been to many functions together through the years at the Jackson Touchdown Club. And uh, and so we're really pulling for Will. Uh, I hope things are going to go well for him down there. Will's a shotgun guy too, Bob. Oh, yeah, I'm sure of that, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Lowry, we really appreciate you sponsoring our uh, show here today from Fuzzies and hope you have a great time out there watching uh, Colorado and TCU. That should be really exciting. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be good. I've been to many games out here, and I just left the bookstore. I believe it or not, I came out without a hat in this hot weather, and I need to duck in there to get one, and it was so packed, I turned around and left. I'll have to get something later. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, sir, and have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, guys. Good luck this weekend. Oh, okay. and by the way, one quick All thing. Right, uh, I am a USM graduate myself in 76. Well, there you go. There's another reason to go to Heritage Firearms. On Old Highway 11 in Oak Grove. All right, uh, we really appreciate you having us down here. Does he? Does Kelly still do your Wednesday nights? So he does. Yeah, we have a great time here on Wednesday <laughs> nights. Has there ever been a time you wish you had a heritage firearm? Some of the college girls probably wish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have a good mixture of uh, older people and college students. We have a great time here on Wednesdays. We always have a nice crowd yeah, too. Believe yeah. it or not, uh, Kelly draws a crowd. Oh, I believe it. It's not the same when he's not here doing it. In a lot of ways, you, Kelly draws a crowd. Yeah. Right? Hey, you were talking about crowd. He was talking about crowds at the in the store in TCU. Miss- Back in the studio in Hattiesburg, I think we might have lost the guys there uh, at Fuzzy's Tacos. I'm Will Tony, uh, wrapping up uh, Super Talk Eagle Hour as we get ready to open Southern Miss football season against. Alcorn State, and that's going to be coming up Saturday night. That's tomorrow, six o'clock. Um, and hope you got your tickets because Alcorn State travels pretty well. Make sure you get in touch with the Southern Miss Ticket Office. Our thanks to the folks at Fuzzies. Uh, Lee Roberts, Marshant Kenny came out. And uh, a, really a big interview with Frank Gore Sr. He was with us. Uh, I'm glad to have him on the show uh, this afternoon. So until we talk to you again on Monday, Southern Miss to the top. Talk Mississippi Media Production.